Help us, O God of our salvation. Help us for the honor of your name. O save us and forgive our sins for the sake of your name. Psalm 79, 9 There is in the heart of every human a deep cavern that longs to be filled. Wars have been waged and distant voyages sailed in an attempt to satisfy that yearning within. It is that same profound longing which haunted me so long ago. The echo in the cavity of my soul cried out in despair to be filled with some anonymous resource that could bring lasting peace to my troubled spirit. In the meanwhile, I hoisted another can of beer from the paper sack between my feet and popped the top. I shifted on the five-gallon bucket and looked out over the lily pads, dead snags, and tea-colored water of the beaver pond. I took a long swig from the can. The emptiness within my heart drowned out the screech of the red-tailed hawk that circled overhead in the steamy South Alabama sky. A desperate thought danced through my mind like a prancing pony. If you would just step out into the water, walk out over your head and inhale, all of your troubles would be over. I shuddered and took another long drink from the can, hoping to clear my mind. The suicidal thought flirted with my brain again. I shuddered, stood from my perch beside the dam, grabbed the rest of my beer and stomped back to the car. I sat down behind the wheel of the 72 yellow Chevelle and placed the beer in the floorboard on the passenger side. I settled back in the seat, my t-shirt drenched with sweat. A heavy sigh escaped from my lungs. Here I was in 1979 as a 21-year-old loser. My father had left when I was a kid, never to return. My mom had worked a minimum wage job all of her life in order to raise my older brother and me. She had tried her best to instill strong Christian values within us. I had rebelled against everything that she had tried to teach me somewhere along the way. I'd gotten involved in drug and alcohol abuse in high school and afterward. Now all of my friendships revolved around drinking and smoking dope. Alcohol had been my downfall when I went to college as I only lasted two semesters before I flunked out. Now I was back living at home with mom and we fought constantly. She despised my hard-parting lifestyle and my vulgar demeanor. I couldn't put three words together without having a curse word stuck somewhere in the middle. All of my hopes rested in my friendships with other drug and alcohol abusers who were fun to be around as long as the party lasted. When the party ended, so did their friendships. To top it all off, my girlfriend that I thought I was in love with had just broken up with me. It was the blow that would kick me when I was already down. Now I had just contemplated suicide, and I was jarred. I knew deep down that something had to change for me, or I was in big trouble. I didn't know which way to turn or whom I could talk with, but I knew that I had to do something to turn the trajectory of my life around. The next morning was Saturday, and I waited for Mom to leave for the grocery store before I made my move. I stole into my bedroom and began to plunder through my dresser drawers. In just a few moments, I grabbed the article that I hunted, stuck it in my back pocket, and headed for the back door of the large white bungalow that was our home. I hopped into the car, yanked the item from my back pocket, and threw it into the glove box before I peeled out, headed for the beaver pond. I raced down the county blacktop road and wondered, what in the world am I going to do when I get to the pond? I truly had no idea, but I knew that I had to try something different because what I had been doing wasn't working for me. I was nervous and scared. It had been years since I'd ventured inside a church. Mom used to make me go when I was a kid, but since I graduated from high school three years ago, I hadn't so much as stopped in a church parking lot. 
I'd brag to my drinking buddies that I would have a Jewish Mikra, Quran, and Bible in my house, and I would be a spiritual person who acknowledged all faith but followed none. So far, my bright idea had gotten me to the place where I'd run out of my spiritual gas with no filling station in sight. I turned down the dirt road, accelerated, and drove the mile until the two-trail lane peeled off to the right. I took it and slowly drove the hundred yards to the end of the lane, right behind the beaver dam. I reached into the glove box, grabbed the red Gideon New Testament from inside, slammed the box shut, and stepped from the vehicle. My mind flashed back to Mrs. Garner's fifth-grade class when two men brought in the Testaments and handed them out to us. I had forgotten about the New Testament for many years, yet I had kept it in my dresser drawer all that time. I strode out into the sauna of a July morning in South Alabama. Perspiration began to beat on my skin as I made my way down the trail through the Galberry Thicket toward the old railroad tram that now served as a